0: Welcome to the Love Sport Podcast, the NFL wrap-up and the look at the A-League and what it's decided to do to alienate every fan out of New South Wales. So we'll have a quick look. My name is Paul. You can get me at Paul underscore football. Get the Love Sport Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. You can get me at Paul underscore football on Twitter as well. Uh, Run a Aston Villa podcast on here, Richmond podcast, General Sport Podcast and NFL as well. So have a quick look at the NFL results uh, over the last few days and just see how that's now shaping up. Uh, I am a Miami Dolphins fan, so I am a little bit flat at the moment. The last couple of weeks haven't been great. Starting out with uh, Friday's game last Friday and the Rams beat the Raiders and the Raiders um, had the game won and once again, um, just blew their season. They're five and eight Rams who had a horrendous season. Uh, they won 17-16. The Bills and the Jets was really tight game, which a lot of people did expect, but the Bills did absolutely what they had to and won 20-12. So their high-powered offence is, is just stuttering a little bit at the moment, but they're going to win their division now. They're two games clear of the Dolphins, and they're 10-3, and, um, and they're bringing their division uh, back on track by, by beating the Jets, who'd beaten them previously. The Bengals had a, a tougher game than many expected against the Browns. They won 23-10, but the Bengals, after a really bad start to the season, are right on track. The Cowboys, they did everything they could to lose this game. The game that everyone expected them to absolutely pump the Texans. Uh, they won 27-23. Um, a few concerns still about Dak and, the, and his uh, injuries as well. The Vikings, a team that's had such a great year. Um, lose to an absolutely improving Lions team. The Lions are on fire at the moment. They're six and seven uh, after looking like they were gonna have a, a pretty bad losing season. The Vikings fall to ten and three. They'll win their division, but they're limping into it. The Eagles Uh, After, you know, close early on in the game, um, absolutely pumped the Giants. They are scoring for fun, 48-22. The Ravens, without Lamar Jackson, just snuck over the line against the Steelers, who who put up good fights, but I mean, 16-14. Wow, that's, um, yeah, not, not a game to remember. The Jags. Upset the Titans. The Titans really starting to stumble now, even though they should win their division. Uh, the Jags starting to get back on track. Uh, Trevor Lawrence starting to look like the player we thought he would be. The Chiefs look like they had this game absolutely won very early on. I mean, they did win it. They won 34-28, um, but, um, you know, they were they were up by a mile early on, uh, 27-14 at halftime and ended up winning 34-28. Um, did what they had to do, and, and, and they're 10-3 as well. Um, Panthers uh, got up over the Seahawks, another improving team. Uh, Louis Christian, McCaffrey, you'd think they're not going to do anything, but they're 5-8. The Seahawks had a real chance to you know, be 8-5, and, and and they were up in this game as well, but well done to the Panthers. Then the 49ers, my goodness, um, third-string quarterback in Purdy, they win thirty-seven, us uh, thirty-five to seven, and this game literally could have been seventy-nil. They um, rested a number of players in the second half. Uh, the Bucks just look well off song. Um, Evans and Brady just not, on, no one's on the same page. I mean, the Bucks are in the worst division. Um, so we'll have a look at the standings right now. Um, and do apologise, I, I missed out on my team's loss. Maybe that was deliberate as well. You just never know, but uh, the Dolphins yesterday a few bad decisions in a close one again. The Chargers with Justin Herbert, um, you know, not having a great year, and they're still seven and six. Uh, the Dolphins four to eight and five division is gone. They lost twenty three to seventeen, um, and just did not look like uh, Tyreek Hill and Waddle had. to... Whether they were running the wrong routes or, or Tua just wasn't reading it They were just out of sync all day yesterday There was a number of occasions that Tua looked in, in good position Got the throw out and, and the uh, Waddle and Tori kill would turn around And, and Kaseki and, and the ball was right there And just yeah, out of sync but well done to the Chargers So let's look at the standings uh, in the AFC East, it now looks... Um, it's not over yet, but it looks pretty much over there with the Bills 10-3. Dolphins in second, 8-5. Jets 7-6 and six, and the Pats 6-6 with their pending game. The AFC North, which most people thought the, the Ravens were home in, the Bengals are right there now. Um, the thing that's holding the Ravens in good stead is that they've got uh, their 3-zip and zip in the division, um, whereas the Bengals are 2-3. and three. Division-wise, so if it ends up even, the, the Ravens will go through there. The Titans are lucky that the rest of their um, division in the AFC South has been so awful for so long, because uh, they're seven and six losing in their last few games. Jags still in there with five and eight. Colts four eight and one, and the Texans one eleven and one. Chiefs are three games up in the AFC West and should win that with a you know the Chargers charging into second. Um, excuse the pun there. Um, and the Raiders had a chance to be right back in at their uh, they're five and eight and the Broncos probably the disappointing team of the season are three and ten. Uh, Philly just keeps rolling, 12-1. The Cowboys, as we said, um, tried to lose their game. They're 10-3. And, and you've got the the Commanders and the Giants both on 7-5-1. and 1, So it's a really good division. We used to the AFC least and the NFC least. But both are looking pretty beasty at the moment. The AFC North, I mean, the Vikes, they're four games clear. So they're going to win the division. But they're starting to limp in there. Most of the games they have won um, have been close. Um, but, you know, to get beaten by the Lions, and the Lions really have had an improving year. If people had said the Lions into the last few games would be ahead of the Packers, you'd be kidding yourself. NFC South, we're talking about this being the absolute worst division. Panthers blew an absolute chance yesterday. They would have been uh, right there with the Bucks, and, and actually ahead of the Bucks. Um, uh, Both would have been 6 and 7 But the Panthers lost yesterday Falcons back in 5 and 8 And Saints 4 and 9 So realistically Even though the Bucks um, Are on top there I mean you could even see The Falcons win that Um, 49ers As we said Third string quarterback In Purdy um, They're 9 and 4 Seattle that No one expected to be doing well Is 7 and 6 And the Cards and Rams You know They'd be up there for The second or third Most disappointing teams of the year Um, So look Week 14's done and dusted, um, I suppose, we've, well, it's not done and dusted, we've got the cards and, and the Pats playing today, um, if the Pats there'd be any chance for a wild card, they have to win this, and you would expect them to do so, but, you know, it is a strange, strange uh, season um, in, indeed, so, uh, who will we go there, I mean... I think the Cardinals at the moment have a better lineup but the pats have a better uh, coach and, and and so pats just but no confidence in that one at all so we come to the uh a league and um you know not run by the ffa anymore but my goodness uh, a decision that is not polarized it is absolutely categorically being shut on by you know the fans around the country We've just had the Socceroos have a great World Cup. We've got the Women's World Cup coming up next year, which, you know, will get great crowds, as the women's game should. And just after, and sorry if you can hear my back dogs in the background, but I think they're pretty angry with the decision as well. So CEO, new CEO, uh, he's tried to come out and, and just bullshit us all, and say this is for the better of the game, and it's gonna push us forward, and you've gotta create traditions, has sold the rights for the next three years at least, for the A-League Grand Final and and, uh, A-League W Grand Final to Sydney. So already people in uh, other states and territories have thought that the A-League and and football itself is very Sydney-centric. You've alienated the the biggest supporter base in in the country in Melbourne. You've got Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth. You've got the CEOs of the Brisbane Raw and, and, and Perth coming out and saying they had no part in this decision and fans, including Sydney fans, and kudos to the Cove, coming out and just absolutely shitting on this decision. Um, And, and, you know, when people are saying, oh, what about the AFL? Well, I'll just give a bit of context. The AFL started from the VFL. Uh, The AFL VFL has played at the MCG since 1902, and yes, they've played games at Waverley when the MCG was being fixed up. Um, They've played games in Brisbane and Perth because of COVID. Besides that, the MCG is the home of football, and if you ask any AFL fan, or most AFL fans, they love it being at the G. Um, But to try and artificially create tradition, tradition cannot be artificially created. It's over time. Um, To put it into Sydney is just... For three years, I mean... Sorry, if the Brisbane Roar uh, and, and Perth Glory made it, I mean, to play it in Sydney is just hollow. And I, I just think it's it's the mistake of the highest order. It's a quick money grab, I believe, $18 million, and they're talking about how, what they're going to do with it and everything. Um, it's money for the A-League. It's not money for W League. It's not money for, you know, grassroots football or anything like that, which is, you know, s- supposedly looked after by um, the FFA. But... You know, I just think it's a dickhead decision. I've been um, a member and, and supporter of the Brisbane Raw for the last 17, 18 years. Um, I went to my last game on Friday, had a ball with my son. Um, and I just, I don't think I can support the sport anymore. You know, you've got to sometimes take stands. And for me, um, the amount of emotional and financial investment I've put in the A-League has not been reciprocated in one aspect by my own club and also by the league. So, you know, I'm gonna go follow a local club um, next winter, so I'll go follow the Caboolture Snakes. Um, because, uh, I'm sorry, but the A-League's lost me. You know, it's, it's artificial. Um, my club has no home itself. Um, supporters from Gold Coast and Brisbane won't go out to Redcliffe. Um, we're playing at a stadium that will be absolutely um, put forward for the Redcliffe Dolphins. And this is just the, you know, the kind of final straw It's just, you know, it's going to be difficult to walk away. I feel the emotional investment. But, you know, if you don't make a stand, then you can't whinge about things. Um, Anything else going on? Yeah, cricket, thump the windies. Um, You know, it's sad. I don't think we'll see the Windies in Test cricket too much more. Um, I think the NBA um, and I think the World Game um, has really taken some of the best talent from West Indies and the way it's managed. It's not like it is a country. It is a whole heap of different countries that come together. There's politics there. There's the changing landscape of sport. And it's just sad to see. And and whilst the England-Pakistan Test matches were really close and good, the pitches were so flat, it was... Um, declarations that made the games um, interesting, not the actual um, ball movement and so forth. Hey, you can get us on the Love Sport Podcast, on Apple, uh, on uh, Google Play, on Anchor, on Spotify. You can get me at Paul underscore football. Join the conversation on the Love Sport Podcast on Twitter and Facebook as well. Any questions for us at any time, give us a yell. Peace out.